about the new releases of the week. Mm-hmm. And then we ended on P Valley. Tell me, tell me why you think this um, season of Pussa Valley. <laughs> <laughs> I think most people that even, well, I think if you watch the show, then you know the P Valley stands for Pussy Valley. Yes, right? yes. If you watch the show, then you do. Well, uh, I think last uh, the last episode I was saying that it was the second season wasn't as good Why as do the you first think season, so? right? Why do you think so? Um, because I think the second season was kind of rushed. You think? Yes. What makes you say that? So I think they could have waited, right? But I remember the previous episode we were talking about how when we started the podcast we were saying we will record whenever we record mm-hmm. instead of having a consistent you know, time re- frame for release, right? Yeah. And then we came to that conclusion that, okay, we, we're going to, you know, do it weekly and then have a release every week mm-hmm. so that at least people that listen to us will know, you know, they, they have a release every week so they can count on it. When they follow the show, they know every week there's something coming. So you and think they rushed this season they just rushed to get that people season into it? just for that. Okay. I feel like it was COVID time mm-hmm. and then maybe they could have waited and then rolled the story a little bit different or maybe they had a story. Who knows, right? But they didn't want to go for a couple of years or whatever because of the COVID. Right. And then lose the the fans that were watching the show. Okay. Because just like I was comparing it to the podcast, like you will lose the people that are interested if you go for too long. Too long. Okay. Without a new show. Well, I think it is a good season. Because the season two started with uh, them being in COVID and mm-hmm. they cannot... Um, they have to incorporate that uh, one way or the other. Every, you know what? Every TV show that um, was going on before COVID, once they came back, incorporated COVID into the their their you know that season. Like they wrote like the new storyline surrounded Am- around mm-hmm. the COVID thing. Yep, like New Amsterdam. Oh gosh, I need to go back to that that show. Um, I only watch like pieces of it, like when I'm home and you're home and. You're watching it, and I, 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 I don't it. know the whole storyline for the new Amsterdam. Thing. I think, I think, was this season one of the seasons they started with the COVID, the COVID going stuff. on, and like you know, it makes it real like things that is going so on they, in the world. Okay, okay, I can understand that part. Yeah, so you think that you, maybe you, they just wrote it to make it look more real because yes, of what, we, what, what, what is going what on, what the world is going through, instead yes. of it being rushed through COVID season, yes. That's what I think. Okay. Yeah. But okay, it that's, is, that's it was, a good point. It is a good season. Um, that's a good I'm point. loving I think, it so far. Uh, somebody, um, I hope I get her name right. Carmel, uh, the lady that we, we I was on there, the talking mic with, uh-huh. she mentioned something about, because I think we only watched, what, three episodes so far in uh, the season no, two? No. It's, no. I think we're on the fifth one. Really? Because she was saying that the, the episode that was released, I believe, last week, she was saying that it was good. Because I know we didn't watch the week before. I kind of wanted it to kind of like pile up a little bit. I hate I, I hate getting you know, into you know, it, you know, watch an episode, and then you have to wait like a week. 
I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait any longer. You know, I was planning on watching it at work yesterday. <laughs> and then, the, the I, <laughs> yes, on my way to work, I was like, maybe I should watch P-Valley. But then I was like, I don't want to watch it without you. So maybe I should wait for you. But like, it's been, I, it, I feel like it's been too long. I want to know Let what's going on. Up. Let it kind of pile up. Because we don't have a lot of shows this uh summer yeah and that brings us back to not back to but brings us to the shows that we used to watch like um j-lo's show oh uh dancing with their uh no uh world of dance Dance. and then the rock tv show which is all these tv shows are no more no more like I, I, I I i don't think they came up uh with new seasons this year no, I don't think so. It, would, think have, it would have been nice. The Jello show, at some point, I wasn't feeling it no more. I think the very first season was good, mm. right? With the King Jazz guys. Okay. And I think on the second season, they had some Indian folks that uh, Ooh, were they, they Indians. Were good. I don't they remember. Were, they were Indians, yes. They were really good. Oof. They were like, they, they made the dance feel like a movie, right? Yes, yes. They were really, really good. And then I think afterwards it turned into some kids, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> I mean, everybody wanted no, to not, be on World I'm of not Dance. Into it. Yeah, I'm not into it. So I started losing interest, mm-hmm. right? I think maybe they lost a lot of viewers because of that. Because I'm sure. I think the very first one, people wanted to know how that would go, so mm-hmm. there were a lot of good dancers that came on. That's why maybe we lost it. Lay Twins was on. You, remember, you don't remember the twins? Oh, the two yes. uh, dreadlocks. Oh, the yes. The twins. They were on the very first one? The very didn't first they one. Didn't they win? Yes, they won. And oh, you, that's you the said- part that I was saying that they didn't deserve it. Yes. yes. I thought King Jazz should have won that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still think so. Why? I still think King Jazz was better. Like but the late performances. Twins, the tw- late twins were, they were good. Like we, we didn't get a lot of shows, so we can just wait and have p-valley pile up a little bit and then because we don't have a lot to watch anyways we just end up watching we don't have a lot to that's why we should watch p-valley because well, we got master chef now i just okay, want to watch yes. people cook <laughs> one day i'm gonna be on that show cooking <laughs> me some watching some jollof <laughs> rice and shit <laughs> they'll be like what is this again they've never had that so hey and then um what did you cook us uh today and i'll be like oh i made you some Wache and Kutuje. Wache and Kutuje. Chef Ramsey will be like, hmm, hmm, I don't know about this. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And, the, and the, the other one, the Italian guy with that face. Yeah, he, he did that look like, like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. He said Kutuje. <laughs> Yeah, like, cause that's the funny part. You see, when we start for those that don't know what kotoje is, that's cow feet. Yeah, cow feet. <laughs> yeah, that's cow feet. So, you know the funny thing, like when we started the pad, I was saying it that our own, like we 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 kind of decide some worlds that we belong to, mm-hmm. and some worlds we don't. Right. And that is one of the things. Like, we have a lot of great cooks in the Ghanaian. Co- like, Mamiya is really good. Yeah. Like, Vero is really good. Like, yeah. they can really cook. 
And if you if you were in like the Ghanaian community and you need somebody that will cook for you, that's they didn't pay me for this, but I'm still gonna say it anyway. Shout out to Vero and Mamiya. Shout out to both of them. They they can really cook, right? They can really cook good. And and what I was saying is like like the Ghanaian community, or let's just say the African community, sometimes we feel like we don't belong to a certain world and that world one of them is like podcasting right mm-hmm. like we we don't belong here because before us i don't think i've seen any audio only podcast out there no that is Ghanaian or even african i mean you never know maybe there is yeah we there are a lot out there so you just never the know the podcast world is growing right yeah, yeah. so because we feel like we don't belong and that comes back to the master chef thing mm-hmm. like we have a lot of good cooks but Do for some reason it will never occur to us to, to go, on there. go on certain shows and be like we want to show that we can do it too do you know what it is i think it's because we are you know we get stuck to our own just our own you know um foods we don't we don't we don't Cook we don't cook anything other, international mm-hmm. we don't cook any other foods other than our own oh so but like, i think mania can cook other foods as, there are exceptions okay, okay but um for a show like master chef you have to know like other they, they, stuff. yeah they give you this item to cook with and you have to come up with, you know, like something to cook and so something. So it's not always that you can just come up with. Yeah, you know, you, you, it's not about coming up with. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, to get in the show, you can come up with what you want. But when you're in the show, you don't remember. They give yeah. you a specific thing. Cook with this, you know. And like, then you have to come up with it. Yeah. And okay. then it's, it's timed. So you have to know what you're doing. Okay. I still think there are some great Ghanaian cooks that can do it. Okay. Yeah. Because I know mommy, I can cook other foods. Yes. Right? So, it's just that I think we just don't look into those. Like, we want to branch into that. I think Mm -hmm. we like to stay in our zone most of the time. Yes. And that's why the podcast world is a little bit different, too. And, you know. In our local dialect, we will say, Yentreyeshim. Yeah, Yentreyeshim. Right? Yentreyeshim. It's like we stay in that little zone that mm-hmm. we have and mm-hmm. that is where we belong. Yeah. So even like YouTube, it took a long time for us to have people like Kodja Sheldon and these guys that are on YouTube, right? Yeah. It took a, a minute. Yeah. But that world has been there for a long time, right? I think we just, most of the time, we just keep to ourselves and we don't. But I, I think we can do great if we're trying to get into all these ventures. Because mm-hmm. one day I'll be on MasterChef, I promise you. Okay. One day nothing I'm gonna... is impossible. Nothing is impossible. <laughs> 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 nothing is impossible. You just never know. One day I'll be on MasterChef. Mm. Yep. One day I'll be on MasterChef. And I promise you, when I make them that, Tiozafi mm-hmm. uh, and... No, uh, <laughs> yeah, when you deal with they get some foreign food to try, yeah. you never know. Yeah, so, yeah, I think there was some one point there was this I don't know if it was Jamaican, he cooked something, he said it was jollof. Was it wasn't he Indian? No, he was he? Oh, yes, Jamaican, yes, I think he was and African. I think they loved it, yeah, it was, um, was it Master Chef? 
It wasn't MasterChef. No. It was the um this Asian guy uh that we recently watched this movie that he kind of uh flew to Bangkok oh, to, to avenge his, his okay. daughter. Okay, okay. There is a new food you know, competition thing yeah, that he's yeah. the host. I, I it was remember. on that one. It wasn't a MasterChef. That's the one he was making those dramatic. Uh, yes, he was being a little bit dramatic <laughs> with you know his scenes and stuff. And, oh my yeah. god! Yeah, I will try to find it so we can put it in the description for listeners if they want to check that out. It wasn't a bad show. It wasn't. It, it wasn't. was that one that there was like a Jamaican guy that was on there that he said he was making jollof rice, yeah. and I was like, oh oh, jollof rice, jollof rice. Yes, but it was different from ours though. It, it was made a little it different. Yeah, I don't know, and it, and it, it looked dry. Yeah. It looked dry too. Yeah. Yeah. But pff, either way, <laughs> at least he made it there. He right? made it there. Sometimes yeah. we just need to try it and you know try to go up there. Mm-hmm. That that makes me even think of the P Valley. Remember when I told you Uncle Cliff is a Ghanaian? Oh my god. I was like, like wait, I would, wait, wait, I have to Google this. <laughs> yeah. You would never, never guess. Know. Yeah. Right? Because all that I was searching was uh if like, cause he played the uh, the main character. The, he's the main character, and yeah. I think he played gay in that part, right? Mm-hmm. So I was just trying to see if he's, uh, like, uh, in real life, if he is. That's all I was trying to find out. Mm-hmm. And then once I, the name popped up, I saw the last name. I'm like, oh, Anan. That's a Ghanaian. Anan is a Ghanaian yeah, name, right? Yeah. So I started researching more. I'm like, wow, because I love his character. You, you won't believe it. Even when we told Isaac, yeah, he was Isaac like, didn't Wait, believe what? It. <laughs> yeah. Because his yeah. character, like his character is the reason why I watch it. And I know most people will be like, yeah, I don't like it when people are acting. No, I don't care. Yeah. I, I, I love me. I love his character. Yeah. His character being gay in it is why I watch it. Yeah. Like, just that character alone, like whenever I think of P Valley, that's the character I think, think of. of. Yeah. Then I think of that Mercedes. Uh, Mercedes. That's the one that Tanky used in his uh, YouTube, uh, his music video, right? Yeah, yeah. Like whenever I think of P Valley, I think of Uncle Cliff. <laughs> I'm like, he's the reason why I'm watching it. Yeah. Like I don't care whatever. Like he's he's the reason I'm watching this. Mm-hmm. And knowing he was Ghanaian, I was like, it was. Mind wow, like we low key have like some Ghanaians in Hollywood, like out there, yeah, but we just you, don't know because most of them that go that far, most of them might not tell you they are, yeah, just like the lady in um New, New Amsterdam. Oh, the light skin one, yes, who would have ever thought, yeah, you would never guess. And then, even in uh, Power, there Power. was a Ghanaian lady there too really yeah there oh. i think uh she was like an attorney to tate or something yes that lady yeah. yes yes she yes. was a Ghanaian too mm-hmm. i think low-key mm-hmm. there are some Ghanaians, you know here and there yeah which which makes me feel good most of the time to mm. know that our own that's why i kept talking about soccer all the time makes me feel good that our own is climbing up there yeah knowing that uncle cliff was a Ghanaian was like a plus you know like i like that character he's playing i like everything he's doing in the movie mm-hmm. in the series and then knowing that his Ghanaian was like a plus it's like oh that makes me even like him more yeah right yeah. well i have an interesting topic for today okay right so funny enough 
I, I came across this on social media some sometime last week, I believe. So a man that is in his mid fifties. Okay. He's been married since forever, right? I think they him and his wife has they have um they have about four or maybe five. I think five. And then the last five born kids. five kids. I think the last born is still a teenager. Okay. Right. And so according to the story, one of their daughters said she did the ancestry, whatever, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then based on the result that she got, the results looked like his dad, her dad, because it was the daughter, I believe. Yeah, her daughter did it. So it was her dad. The results looked like her dad wasn't her dad. Hmm. How? So it got a little bit interesting. So when she showed it to the dad, the dad was like, huh, that's kind of strange. Like, you're my daughter. Like, I've ra- the, the daughters are in their 30s, right? So they're grown. So why would she do an ancestry thing in the first place? No, it was just, you know, the ancestry thing to kind of find where you're from. Okay. Like, most like most African-Americans will want to find it. You know how many times we met people and then they'll be like, oh, I did my ancestry thing. Okay. I'm then, half Ghanaian. Okay, I'm okay. half Nigerian. I'm... 30%, you know, all that stuff. I, I th- would think maybe the dad is the one to do it, not her. For some reason, she's the one that did it, okay. according to the story. And then when she brought it to the dad's attention, it was kind of like crazy to think that based on that ancestor's story, mm-hmm. I mean, the results, like that daughter is not your daughter, right? How? So he followed up with a DNA test. Cause it's like that's crazy. Like let's. So what? What was in the in the results that made? I think so. Let's just say, your dad is from Ghana. Mm-hmm. Your mom is from Ghana. You do, ancestry result thing, and then it shows you from Nigeria. Hmm. It's like wait, what? Okay. You know what I mean? It's like it threw it off. Okay. Right. Which means the parents that you have, something is off, right? So I think the dad followed up with a DNA test Mm -hmm. for the daughter. And the DNA test came negative. A daughter that he's known his whole, like the girl has, uh, the girl has known the the dad her whole life, right? And the father has been taking care of them since they were babies or whatnot. It came out. He wasn't their dad? It wasn't. Her, uh, his daughter. Oh my God. So it got even more interesting. So when the father figured that out, he didn't want to tell the little one yet because the little one is still a teenager, right? So the dad is like, nah, you know, she's too young to know all that. So. Wait, so all five kids are not his? Four of them, I think. I Four be- of them are not yes. his? Yes. So what he did was, that's crazy, right? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. What he did was, after that one came negative, he decided to check the other ones that are also grown and in their 30s, right? So he decided to check the other sisters, and they all came negative. negative. None of them. Yep. None of them. So... 
was crazy, was even more crazy, is that based on the DNA results, they don't even have the same father. Oh. Oh my goodness. Right? They don't even... So what was this lady doing? Like It's, it's kind of funny, but really not funny. Because that's somebody else's real life. Oh my goodness. Right? That is somebody else's real life. It's funny, but not funny. So... The, the kids all have different fathers. And he's not the father of none of them. I mean, he was Whoa. still able to, I think, the, the, the girls still look at him like, you are dad, we've known you our whole life, you right. raised us, you made us who we are. So they are still there, you know, all that stuff. And coming to realize like they're in your 50s, mid 50s that the kids that you've raised for over 30 years excuse me are not yours that's insane that's insane and then he didn't know how to tell the younger one because the younger one is a teenager you don't want to break her heart so you know they don't know what to do but the man brought it up to the wife and the wife is pretending that she knows nothing about it she 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 says the DNA result is wrong or whatever. Like she's refusing. Four out of your five kids. She's like refusing to tell the truth. And it looks like, you know, from what the story was saying, I think maybe next episode I'll try to find the story so that we can actually read verbatim what it's saying. So she was refusing. And then she pretty much says, we've been together since we were in high school. And I'm like, that even makes it worse. Oh, man. You've been with this man since high school. And you guys are now in your mid-50s. Dang. And then all these kids, because it looks his. like she's just been sleeping around with right. people and then just bringing, bringing it the home kids. and giving I'm it so to the speechless. husband. Yeah. Like, I, I, right now, I'm like, I had like mouth open. <laughs> it's crazy. It's a really, really crazy story. But I brought that up to say, let's assume if you were the man, what would you do? Oh hell, I'm I'm gone. You sure? Yeah. I mean, I'll take care of the kids, but dude, no. Like so that means you've been sleeping around, getting pregnant for other people, and bringing it to me for over thirty years. For over thirty years. That's that's just sad that's disrespectful to some extent yes to some extent it's, it's really disrespectful to just go out and make all these it's not just one it's not just all twice these kids yeah and just bring it out uh bring that home and, and tell I'm your husband sure, it's your baby i'm sure she knows who the, the baby daddies are because like the saying goes Every woman knows their kids that. No, I don't. I don't think so. Those no? that sleep around a lot, they have no idea. They sleep with like couple or three men the same day, so they have no idea who. I know, like the we can when we go with the majority, we can say yes, that's right. I mean, like, but if, there if, are people that sleep with a bunch of you know men in a day, and so they really don't know who who the father of their kid is. If you're gonna so sleep it's possible around, she doesn't even know. If you're going to sleep around like that that many times and have 
four kids that and don't belong men. to your husband like why don't you just leave the relationship and go and live your single life and sleep with whoever you want to sleep with some people love the union they they love that um so okay yeah you love the union and oh gosh like i i'm, I'm just because they they love that security that was the word i was trying to find they love that security that comes with knowing that you can go home to your man that is going after to fucking clothe, around shelter and do all that after fucking around i mean like it would if have, the it man would doesn't have been, know you are not fucking around it would have been a different thing if um she was probably using protection and not getting pregnant f- for the husband not getting pregnant by a different man and pretending that it's the husband's it would have been different but now there are kids involved well i mean when i looked at it i was like damn like i don't know what i would do oh it's, in that situation it's, it's, but it's, there was a hair chance i would be like no nah, i'm sorry yeah because because at this point you have to look at it like you know spending so many years of your life with Loving one person these kids and it, thinking, it might be hard to go out there and start over i wouldn't even start over well you're 55 who cares at this point yeah i wouldn't start over it's just i'm just gonna you know call it quit and you know live your, live life. your life and take care of your kids your yeah. kids are grown anyways yeah, yeah. it's just one of them that is still a teenager so yep. i mean i think majority would probably go that route yeah because staying with that same person it's not one it's like, kid four kids yeah four kids though i would have compromised if it was just one but dang four yeah oh my goodness i think staying with that same woman is just gonna the anger it's like a constant reminder of you know that anger and and that you know pain that she brought you Mm -hmm. like that pain will never leave because you seeing her and seeing the kids it's like it's gonna be hard like if if they are going to be together they're gonna need crazy therapy oh I don't think any amount of therapy will fix this. You know what I think about therapy, though? <laughs> I think, like, because, you know, like, the first episode we said, like, I, I feel like most people, when we think of therapy, we want to sit in front of people and have a therapist, you know, kind of go through what about. A bigger portion of the therapy is if if we can sit and talk, Mm-hmm. that that alone is therapy it's it's therapy to some extent it might yeah. not be the very best one but if you talk a lot like communication like mm-hmm. if you talk a lot yeah that that alone is like half therapy for you mm-hmm. right but in this case if they they want to live together they're gonna need real crazy therapy mm-hmm. well i don't think any amount of therapy will fix that i mean at least not for me with four kids? <laughs> Hell no. So in what instance do you think? I mean, this can be an example of, you know, an instance where divorce seems fine. Like, yeah. Yeah. But do you think cheating should be like one of those instances where divorce is like, ah, granted. You know, um, to me, I before way before I used to say, Huh, if I if I see you cheat or if I see my man cheat on me, it's automatic, you know. It's like it's over, it's over. But then you also have to look at um the other side as you have to compare the good and the bad. 
you know, like... Which is what I was saying on the previous episode. Yeah. That's the good outweighs the bad. But that doesn't guarantee, that doesn't mean you should go out and cheat. Mistakes happen. Okay. Mistake happens. I don't so. think most, like, I don't really think cheating is a mistake. However, we can say you led yourself to a wrong path. Let's just say that. Mm. Yeah. I, I completely understand what you mean, though, because to, to most of the world, like, I've heard, like, a thousand times when women say, well, once you cheat, it's over. Once you cheat, it's over. Yeah. And I'm like, there could be so many good things that you were, you know, pushing on the side just because of one error yeah. or one bad thing. Like, like, like I said in a previous episode when you were asking um what would i do if the lady doesn't want to change the wigs and stuff and mm-hmm, all that i'm like mm-hmm. i'm just gonna look at that as one bad thing that i'm not really with right but i'll compare that to everything, everything else yeah like if majority of the things looks good to me i'll take it because nobody's perfect right yeah. yeah so if you are giving me 70 out of 100 i take it <laughs> yeah right i'll take it like i'm not gonna say because of that 30 that you have as imperfection so i'm not with it like i'll take it i mean there are some extent that it could be a lot of good Mm -hmm. but that one bad seems to be a huge portion of the percentage yeah Yeah. like for me in in those instances would be like an abusive you know marriage like you can do a lot of good if you are physically harming me yeah right or even mentally torturing me i think that cancels a, like a bigger portion of the good mm-hmm. right yeah because even though you're doing everything right you're physically torturing me or physically harming me like that puts my life in danger so oh, that cancels a bigger portion like, even though it's one thing yeah right emotions comes in play too yeah that's what i'm saying like or emotionally like torturing me yeah like it will cancel a bigger portion for me because at that point it's like my life feels like it's in danger now yeah and i don't think any amount of good should outweigh that so there are instances where you can look at that and be like no that one bad is like Mm-hmm. It's like way up there. Right, right. It's not, to... I'm not going to count it as one bad versus all good. Because oh, yeah. that one bad is, is, it cancels a lot. You know, and those for me, it's like, you know, instances. I think when we get to sit with other couples and stuff, we would get to pick their brain on stuff yeah, like that too yeah. and see what they think about it. But for so. this one, I, when I heard it, I was like, I was like, you know, she probably did it on purpose and yeah because they have to divorce a mistake can't keep going for like what four times four times cannot be that's 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 no longer a mistake that's deliberate that's what i'm saying if it was just one it would have been a-okay but like four oh hell no no for marriages now that we're in this one that looks like they've been together since what high school which means they were together for so long and somehow he still didn't catch it i mean like if if maybe she needed a break but like if you need a break let your husband know you need a break to have four kids outside of your marriage no well maybe it wasn't her intention to have a kid 
Yeah, but then if it happens four, four times, times, okay, yeah, then that is who you are. That is right. Who you, yeah, yeah. So to me, it looks like it is something that the men didn't catch mm-hmm. while they were dating. Yeah, you know, while they maybe he was so much into her that he was so much into it that he didn't catch all these signs mm-hmm. telling him this is not the this person. Is not, yeah. Yeah. Because for four kids not to be your kids. Oh, she must be good. She hit it well, really well. <laughs> I, they say that women can really lie and hide it really good. That's mm. that's what a lot of people say. And this is kind of like, okay, that seems about right. Because she hit this for like, what, over 30 years plus. That's crazy. That is crazy. And he didn't catch this. That's, wow, that's insane. It is insane. Do you think that the the time frame for dating changes anything in terms of marriage because they were together since high school since high school yeah and it looks like it didn't really change her in any way shape or form yeah seemed like seemed like that's who she was he just didn't catch that yeah yeah do you think the time frame like in terms of dating dating like changes anything at all um no I don't think so. Really? Because I think the time frame matters a little bit. So. I mean, you don't have to be with them for years and years before you decide you, you want to marry you, them. You but then at the same time, you don't want to meet them and then want to marry them in three months later. You can be with somebody for years, for years and not know what they're doing. That's true. Yeah. But. So, can't we say that it's like the exception to the rule? Because if you stay with people for long, there is a higher chance yes, you will you know, know. Okay. about 90% of who they are. Okay. You might be right. Like you might not know everything about them mm-hmm. as time goes on. Because sometimes people don't even know themselves, mm-hmm. right? People yeah. don't even know. Mm-hmm. They will they will grow with you to know who they are. And then you will know who they are as you grow with them. That's true. Right? Yeah. But you will kind of know enough, and then based on that, you can make a decision to be with them. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to love being a decision thing. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know if at some point maybe we will have a guest that can, Say you know, make some good point on the other side of it that will yeah. make me. Because I'm not like close minded to it. Like I'm really willing to listen to others' opinion about it. Yeah. But I feel like you know we will know enough. So. Once you know enough, you can make that decision. I'm going to love this person and be with this person. Mm-hmm. But I still think the time frame in the dating process matters because you don't want to meet people. And, and then, then get married three months and later. And get married three months later. You really don't know, know them. them. That's Because in that space, in that first month to even a year, yeah. you probably only just meet them when they when are you, nicely dressed. That's and, true. That's true. Oh. They they're presenting to you what they want the you package to they're selling. Yeah. On both sides, either male or female. Yeah. The male is presenting it's, to it's you. It's different. It's different when you guys are living t- when you've lived together for like a year or so, maybe six months to a year. That's different. But like if you guys li- if you live separately, separately and yeah, no. You probably would not know much. Because no, you, you only see them when they are presenting themselves to yep. you. Yep. And that is not much. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's that's also going on this one is really a sad story i wish the family it well it's a sad story yeah like, i I'm really just, wish the family well i hope blowing. yeah i hope i hope he can push through it and figure it out what I to do with so. his family i hope so it's sad but my prayers go out goes out to them yeah um hopefully they figure it out another thing that i thought of though was the argument part i think the last time we talked about argument on the second episode i don't know if it was the first one or the second one but we talked about arguments and stuff when we were saying that we had a lot of it back then yeah and so that kind of helped us now because we don't have a lot of it now mm-hmm. and then that made me think over the week that you know we didn't really say anything about how to like in a relationship how people can prevent those i feel like you can't prevent argument in a relationship arguments just happens what about arguments that turn into something else like what you know how some arguments turn like turns into violent or something yes it can turn into that it can turn into people deciding to break up so at that point when it's getting to that point i feel like you should just leave just 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 stop talking just get out that way it doesn't lead to something else you know okay. just 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 stop you know and when you know it's it's heating up real real fast just just leave which is one of the things that I like for me, I usually want to get my point across and I'm done with it. Yeah. But I think like you had a really good point when you said you can't prevent arguments. You cannot. <laughs> because it's too, that I didn't even think of it that way. Like there's no way yeah. you can it's, prevent it's it. You can prevent it getting to the extreme. Yes. But you can't prevent it from happening. You can't prevent it from happening because you are two different people. Yeah. And no matter what, something will come up that you will not agree on. Yes. So you're going to disagree at some point yep. and it will turn into an argument. Yes. But I also thought about it, like when I was thinking of it over the weekend, mm-hmm. I thought more communication like helps. Like if, if couples talk more, mm-hmm. they tend to know each other a little bit more. That's true. So let's say in the case of the argument, if, if uh one if they stop and be like okay let's talk about this i feel like there's more you know trying to find a solution to than, the disagreement one screaming at the other and the other screaming there's no that you know one thing that i have witnessed with maybe on media and even in movies that i can never stand mm-hmm. couples cursing at each other i think People shouldn't do that. Yeah. I mean, I understand most people when they get really upset, sometimes it comes out. It comes out, yeah. And I think gradually people can learn how to control themselves. Control that and unlearn it. Yeah. So if it is like a habit that they do, that maybe with time, you know, they can unlearn that. Like it's not it's it's not nice yeah. to be cursing at my spouse and then once I calm down Then it's all good. Then it's all good. Like people can unlearn that. Yeah. I think. I think if people can unlearn that, it will help a lot. Mm-hmm. And I know one of the things that I was I was thinking about. I don't know if I mentioned it to you that people need to be a fan of their spouse. Like think, be. Yes, I think I remember you saying that. Yeah, like 
like them to that point you you like their presence Mm -hmm. and that encourages communication yeah but at times i think most of the problems that couples have is because they are not really a fan of each other they don't like they don't enjoy the company of each other yeah and so that leads to not having enough conversation they don't talk a lot they don't yeah. they don't really know much about each other mm-hmm. and that leads to something else and then with time it will it will turn into a whole new thing yeah right yeah but i think if you talk a lot if you talk a lot you talk a lot you you get to know majority because sometimes the more people talk the they tell you more about themselves yes they do yeah the more people talk they start saying shit they're they're not even supposed to say yeah, they'll tell you more. But so you will get to know your partner a little bit more the more you talk. Yeah. Right? I think that plays a part too. But hey, this was this was a start story. Um, My prayers goes out to them. Yes, me I too. I hope everything, you know, solves itself. I hope they, they figure out. it out. And then they get to figure it out, especially with their kids involved, yeah. especially with the teenager. Yeah. So uh, my prayers goes out to them, man. Yeah, let's call it a night. Yeah, let's call it a night.